Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just joning on the junkies, yeah. It's bit season, what a time to be alive. Bit season, couple of regular guys, it's... Season, go have yourself a laugh. It's bit season, ah ha ha ha. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first edition of Bit Season. I'm Drab T-shirt. I'm Matt Valdez, and our producer, <laughs> believe it or not, Awad out of Epstein. <laughs> what's up, guys? Ready for episode one? I think we made a big mistake. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of agree with you. I just know that um, Adam showed up probably 30 minutes before we started recording. It's it's it, We've been highlighting this day and, and the recording of Bit Season for I've weeks been, now. I've been a little nervous for the past couple of weeks, and my producer hasn't been here to calm me down, kind of walk me through everything, uh, give me the uh, rundown, the show rundown, tell me uh, some topics or anything like that. So I've been in the dark. We made the big decision to to make Adam our producer. He has zero producing experience. He should not be producing this show, but we kind of <laughs> like him. So we wanted to bring him on board, and he slept through his very first show. He was supposed to be Ad- on the Junkies at 8 a.m. today. Adam's a part of the Junkies, believe it or not. If Some people may or may not agree with that, but I think he's a part of the Junkies family, and I think it's a good addition to have him on bit season. Uh, he can add some insight. But like Drab said, he slept through the crab kickoff. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest show of the year. Yeah, I slept right through it. I don't know what else to say. It was bad producing. You know what? We kind of expect it from you. And you're going to be our punching bag on the show, so we're off to a good start. Yes. So this show, uh, like Valdez said, uh, it's a show about the junkies. We're very excited to do it. I got to get this out there. We're not the junkies. If you love the junkies, you may not love us. Yeah, if you're expecting Junkies 2.0, it's probably not going to be the same. If you want weekend parlay, fatty, and sports talk, this is probably not the show for you. As Rom always tells me, they're the talent, you're the producer. (laughs) All right? There's a reason for that. But we love this show. We love the Junkies, all three of us. We love being a part of the show. We've all been on it for years. And we wanted uh, an outlet to kind of express our views that maybe we don't get to share enough on the junkies. Yeah, we let the guys do their thing, and they have the center stage as always. And sometimes we have some comments or or criticisms or stuff that goes unnoticed, and this is our outlet. Well, let's be honest, guys. This happened because the junk show is going on, and sometimes you guys are making jokes behind the glass. And you, you think this is funnier than what's going out on the radio. Well, 100%. Sometimes what's going on behind the glass is funnier than what's on the air. I, I tell you what. The, the thing I look forward to most is talking to Drab between breaks. <laughs> or yeah. talking to Drab when Rick Snyder's preaching about the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> yeah, we love guests. Lurch loves guests, and uh, Drab and Valdez love guests because that's our time to kind of but, take a break. Yeah, but sort of a, a preamble for the uh, bit season for episode one. Um, is that we are going to recap stuff that happens on the show. Uh, We're going to bring up some stories that maybe the guys don't really get into much detail about um, and or maybe just completely leave behind in the binders. Um, Maybe some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, We'll have some uh, back-in-the-day stuff, some stories to tell. So... And also, we, we're not really 100% certain what the show's going to be from, from week to week. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of feel, feel it out as we go along. So the name Bit Season, 
it's been said that phrase has been said on the junkies for years and years. I don't know the uh, since before what, I started for sure. What coins bit season is the is from the end of the Super Bowl to the start of mini camps, training camp, training camps. Yeah, yes. because mini camp we still screw around a lot. And here's the, like the open secret: there really is no bit season. Like we've said, there's bit season from from the Super Bowl to training camp. But Val, Valdez and I. We always cram non-sports. I mean, we've done so we many. We shove so much non-sports down their throat. We've done so many farting stories this week. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> There's no end to bit season, but we kind of highlighted that the off season of the NFL is bit season yeah, on the junkies. It's slow. There's not a million uh, Washington football team calls. There's no games to break down. You know, there's no fantasy lineups to adjust. So, so me, there's more. So there's more dead time, I guess you could say. Yeah. Let me ask you guys: When you guys say the name bit season, the name of this podcast. What specific is there one specific story that comes to your mind or or a bunch of them? Is it is it dick jokes, fart jokes? Like what? whenever I think of bit season, I think of because I'm pretty sure we called it bit season back in uh, my first year on the show in 2012 when the first day of training camp, instead of having reporters on, uh, we celebrated the end of summer by having listeners. Remember, we had the dirtiest listener contest. Oh, yeah. With a smoking hot blonde that came in that yes. the Valdez knew somehow. <laughs> right. hey. I don't know. Like, she was just, I don't know, a friend of a friend or something. Yeah, we had, uh, I think it was like Irish Spring or something like that. It was a promotion that we did, and we had blue collar workers come in. Yeah, we had like janitors and like sewer uh, plumbers. And so I don't maintenance re- maintenance men. I don't even remember what exactly the prize was, but it was sponsored by Irish Spring. And this hot chick, she scrubbed down the <laughs> listeners for being dirty, for yeah. being dirty. And, and it, it was in it a was kiddie the, pool. And it was the end of bit season because it was the first day of training camp. When I think of bit season, um, not anything specific like that, but it just it makes me think of comedians coming in studio <laughs> not, every Thursday. You know what that about comedians though? The 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 heavy comedian season in this area at least is the fall. That's when they get all the big sillies. Now, it's a little different the last two years with the pandemic. But all you know, I saw you tweeting about John Lovitz, uh, all the the Tony Rocks and the uh, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee. Those guys always come around in the fall. Deion Cole. Deion Cole. Marlon no, Wayans. No, uh, <laughs> October, November. Oh, what's who's the thief? The, the Joe thief. Rogan thief. Who stole all the oh, jokes? Oh, Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia. I should should know his name. I mean, he's, <laughs> Carlos Mencia is one of the most hated comedians, but one of the favorites when he comes here oh, in yeah. studio. We used to love talking Real Madrid with him and just yeah, he, out. he he's a good time. So it is even though uh, heavy football season, uh, comedians do come around a lot in the in the fall. So yeah, that is that is a good uh, good observation of what bit season is all about. Yeah, that's a good summary of bit season. And you know what? If you're a P1, you can kind of figure out what bit, bit season is, too. So so we, when we were kicking around the name bit season, you guys have heard us, uh, uh, Valdez and I talk on the show. Would, would they're doing their own show in there, the Matt and Matt show behind, behind the, the glass. glass. So we what, kinda, are they, what are they snickering at? Yeah, so <laughs> we, we when we first started thinking about doing the show, we were going to call it Behind the Glass. We didn't really like Matt and Matt show because it just sounded like some terrible morning zoo show. Um, behind the glass is probably what the show should be called if we are smart and stick with our brand. Yes. But we changed it up. It also was going to be called Monkey Stilts at one point. That was another name being kicked around. And that was kicked around by our friend, now friend and presenting sponsor, Nat from Wave Soda. And we got to give a big shout out to Nat. He, he gave gonna... us a good kick in the butt to get this started. Yeah. And if it weren't for him, we probably wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't be doing it because he's the presenting sponsor <laughs> of the show, Wave Soda. They've, he's been sponsoring the entertainment page for a couple of years now. He loves the junks. He loves the, the bit stuff. He yes. loves, he's a P1, so he wanted to come on board. We love Wave Soda. They've, I drink it every day. That's not a bit. We, we he sends it here, or we buy it. I saw it at World Market the other day. So it, Wave Soda is blowing up, and uh, he took uh, he he kind of just has some faith in us to do a good show here. And to yeah, represent he rolled. He, well. He's rolling the dice on us, and we don't want to let him down. And we know we'll do a great podcast but, for him and for the p- but other people. We do like money, and, and that is and, true. And that's paying us <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little not, tiny bit, not much. Yeah, and so actually, that's kind of one of the things about the show is we got the blessing from CK, our program director. He said you can do it once a week. We'll see how it goes. The Junkies podcast numbers could use a little lift. Uh, so we're going to put it in their feed. That, that's straight shoot. Yeah. Um, not that the junkies are doing bad. It's just that we used to have a lot more segments in that feed. And so we used to, our numbers used to be much higher. And now, you know what? I'm not offended by being in the junkies feed and not having our own feed. 
No, no, it's smart. Of course it is. Right? We're, we're going we're gonna to stumble. Some people are going to stumble into this. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's just going to go from the next up, next podcast to the next one. Yeah. And the Auto next, play. Thing, next thing you know, they're going to be listening to Bit Season. So we'll take it for sure. Um, but, yeah, we, 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 we're super excited about this show. And there's a ton of stuff that happened on this show this week. It was a great week to launch Bit Season. It is. And it was a great day to do it because we had, did our first uh, crab kickoff today. Um, I want to say I apologize because today was a little self-serving. It was a big <laughs> swim in Lake Lake Valdez, wasn't it? I just know that when Eric was all sized to do to do some sort of crab themed kickoff, that just got my gears going and it got me dialing the phone, reaching out to people, and I'm just happy that we're able to get it done. And I'm happy I have about two dozen crabs left over that I'm going to take home. Well, here's what it kind of made it special for us. The junkies, they don't care about anything. You guys know that if you listen to the show. We lo- okay, we love them, but we're <laughs> going to try to be as honest as we can without getting in trouble on this show. And we say stuff to them in front of their face, but as we discussed when we launched the show and we teased the show on the air, we're going to be hard on the junkies. We're just kind of going to tell it like it is. And the junkies are lazy. They are so lazy <laughs> that they don't get excited about anything. And the fact that they were smiling today and EB was discombobulated, he couldn't focus on the show because he was so giddy, not about the NFL, but about the bit that we were doing. Right. The thing is, there's a bunch of donks out there that are super excited for the NFL. Uh, The fact that it's week one, that you have a game today, and you would think that four hosts of a sports show would have the same kind of excitement. So in order to kind of push them over the edge... We brought in a bunch of crabs. We brought in a bunch of crab cakes. I, we let we let them drink on air. Yeah, I didn't think it would go that well because, and it wouldn't really because well. I planned it. No, no. Well, I helped plan it too. I helped plan it too. Um, that we have a history of the junkies and us doing these special shows and them just bitching and complaining the whole time. Right, the Christmas shows. Oh, I'm too old to drink. What do we have to do uh, this again? Do I have to think about what to get you for Secret Santa? We did the as we brought up on the air today, Awad. We brought up the the Master Show and the NBA Finals Show. Yeah, we, we brought up your NBA Finals Show where, where that, they, that JP uh, completely no sold. No sold it. Didn't talk about it on the air, even though the whole studio was dec- decorated like a <laughs> locker room. We love the Master Show. The Master Show actually. Yeah, was, I mean, we ordered pimento cheese sandwiches. And- we had. We had Masters cookies. Valdez and I wore the white caddy, caddy outfits. I, I went to Bellhaven Country Club, and I uh, rummaged up every piece of equipment I could to fit in the studio. I took a ball washer from the first hole, <laughs> and I took it in my car to bring mm-hmm. in here. And no one cared when they walked in, and it looked like uh, uh, the, the 13th. Which 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 uh, time was it that my wife came in with you and you guys decorated the studio? That was to... that was the the Christmas show. It was a Christmas show. Yeah, yeah. We, we put a big tree up and put all lights uh, lights care. around everywhere, and they didn't care. And that took a lot of effort. Now they do care about the Christmas show once they get drunk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you guys were we're going to tell you guys right now. Nobody else knows this. We haven't announced it anywhere yet, and I think it's a good time to kind of let a little secret into the P ones of the P ones. This is big news. I think it's big news. It's I think it's pretty cool. Bit season news. It is. Valdez and I, we were kicking around some ideas because our Christmas show, our holiday show, drinking show, whatever you want to call it, is always so early. It's yeah, it's always like the first week of December, because it feels like. The junkies have so much vacation. So it's always like December seventh, December eighth. This year was supposed to be on Friday, December tenth, and we got a text message from Lurch that said, I'm going out of town. I won't be here. I'm going to I think he said Florida. And I said, damn, that's that's the drinking show. And, he, and his response was, oh, well. No, it was, not for me, it isn't. <laughs> All right? <laughs> it's a very lurch It's text. just such a lurch comment. So we started thinking, like, how can we make this better? How can we actually get the Christmas show that Valdez and I love? And Cakes loves it, too. Yeah. And hey, JP loves money, so if we, has any, if we have for a prize, <laughs> he'll be all about it. So we came up with the idea, and we moved their vacations around. This year's drinking show will be on December 23rd. I mean, that's right in the heart of Christmas. It's it's the final show. We actually have Christmas Eve off from Odyssey here. Uh, so that's a that's a uh, 23rd is a Thursday. Christmas Eve is a Friday. Correct. Um, and so we figured out a sweet spot in the calendar, and we we moved their vacations around because Lurch and, and EB would not come in if they were on vacation. We know that about them. Right. So we planned them to work that week. Yeah, and then we bullied JP and Cakes to come in. To come in on their vacation also because 
they don't ever do anything. And <laughs> yes. so I knew they'd be sitting at home. And so they could come in. So all four junkies are scheduled to be here December 23rd for the Christmas show. This it's going to be a Christmas and it, miracle. And it's a big deal because they're back in studio. Last year, Christmas was different. It was. That was all, that was a, not as fun of a Christmas show. Also, Valdez and I, we, we uh, came up with the bonus game, um, which we will not be doing again. I mean, I had hoped that we get we'd get our bonuses this year, but you never know. It was it was actually awful the fact we had to fake a game to get a bonus. We had, we had to come up with a game where we because they were so not into the Christmas show. We came up with a game where we potentially got zero dollars for our bonus, just so they would be interested in the show. And actually, it worked out well because I think Valdez and I got paid pretty well yeah. that, that that time. But. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, the crab kickoff, um, which was today. And the guys, uh, like we said, were really excited. And Drab actually had a really great idea for next year's kind of NFL kickoff. Well, I, yeah, I love the the I love today's show. I love their excitement about it. But how can we make it better? Like, are we going to do a crab kickoff every single year? And how, yeah, how do we make it fresh? Or how are we going to keep this fresh next year and come up with a little a little spin on it to make it a little bit different? Is there different foods that we can have? Can we do something more NFL related? Um, but clearly, this this is a day that, that kind of st- uh, stood out to the junkies. It's something that you know it they worked. Liked. It worked. Yeah. The combination of the NFL starting and the combination of free food worked. And so we're just like you here, said. Here's the problem. This was the greatest food drop of all time, and I don't even like food. I mean, I don't even like crab. I don't like seafood. <laughs> I'm not a big seafood guy. But the the platter upon platters that were here, right. and just how above and beyond Capital Crab went. Really made today special. It made the junks feel like big sillies. So I know if we bring them back next year, it's they'll gonna just, be, yeah. they'll love it again, and it'll be kind of a big deal. Or do we take the chance and 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 do a different food theme next year, or a different little spin on it? So Drab Drabby's uh, idea was that we take whoever wins the Super Bowl for the year before during the start of the season, we do a theme based around that city. Right. So, like, if Kansas City wins the Super Bowl this year, you obviously are going to do barbecue slash ribs. If the if the Rams win, like a lot of us predicted, we're going to have uh, like some fish tacos or <laughs> yeah, <And> veggie <laughs> salad, some, some some sort of veggie wrap. Yeah, we're going to play some. some LA we'll food. play some West Coast wrap or we'll something. Play West Coast wrap. I guess we could have like street tacos. Those are L.A. Um, but here's the thing: I was thinking about that. I was like, "That's a good idea." And then I was like, "What is Tampa known for?" Like what kind of food does Tampa have? Blondes and bikinis. Yeah, they. I mean, they got a lot of white trash down there, and 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 hot chicks, and like Hulk Hogan, like Stone Crab, or is that Miami? Now, I mean, maybe you could get away with Stone Crab, but I don't know what the delicacy of of Tampa is. So, we'll work on it. It's just an idea that we're kicking around. We thought today went pretty well. Um, was probably the highlight of the week. Well, for that's sure. what I want to get into is Valdez. Why do you think it went so well today? Uh, it just went so well because I get sized for crab. In my, in what my about mind, Valdez? See, in my, in my mind, Valdez was unprofessional today, and he did get the face for a few minutes, and I had to like kind of like a fake apologize and be like I was just kidding around. But he abandoned the ship. He abandoned the ship, Awad. You were I did. Sleeping. I did I, what you're not supposed to when you're running the board is leave it alone. So Tim, he 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 throws all the crabs on the table, and the guys get their 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 knives Look, out. It was and, my white trash instinct that took over. It it, it was, <laughs> dude. He sat in your seat. I was sitting he right left there the board. eating a crab, pretending I was the, the fifth junkie. Yeah. Drab doesn't even know how to run the board. Yeah. I if don't know how to run the board. The show would have gone off the rails. I know how to dump. I, I can figure the dump out. I used to run the board 10 years ago with LeBar and Dukes and, and some of the other shows that I worked on. I actually was a silly board off, but it's been 10 years since I've really ran a, ran a board. I barely know how to take in, us to break. In my, in my defense, um, they invited me in to pick the crab. Well, I, and I kind of invited myself in. I think you invited yourself. And I then, said, I said, oh, can you want me to pick a crab with you guys? And they said, yeah, come on in. And then I w- took a crab. I went in there and I ate half of it. Then I ran back out because Drab couldn't do his job on the board. Well, they started punching up collars and all <laughs> that. It just kind of made, made me nervous. Valdez was in there. His legs were spread so wide, and he was like <laughs> slunk down in his chair. And he was just he was treating it like he was sitting in his backyard in, in Pasadena. It was. I was pretending I was a little kid eating crabs with my parents on the deck. It was that. And you know what? I was showing off. I was showing off all the the lump lump crab meat I was picking to everyone, just because I wanted them to see how good of a picker I was. 
And he, uh, maybe a couple of you guys caught it. Valdez actually. I fed Drab he fed Jumbo me. Lump. Finger to mouth. <laughs> no, wait, maybe not. <laughs> I think I put it in my own mouth, but it was pretty close to that. I, I took it and I fed it to him like he like how he was a baby bird. Right. So it, it, it was a great day on on the junkies. I think I think overall it was a, it was a pretty good week. I mean, obviously we still have tomorrow and we're going to be recording the show. I think every Thursday because every Thursday, nobody yeah. really listens to podcasts on Friday, so everybody you kind of well, punch Friday out. Friday gives the junks a chance to hype up the podcast. If we have a great That is segment. true. That that is true. Yeah, if, 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 or if we say something controversial, they can bring it up or they can address it. Right. Hey, what your phone's about to die there, but if you want to keep recording your video, it says low battery. Um but we started off the week, one of the first segments in the, the 6 a.m. hour on Tuesday, since it was Labor Day, Valdez, mm-hmm. was we kind of, uh, we went over my rendezvous with Cowboy Todd, my yes. weekend, and I tweeted you, I didn't tell you I was hanging out with him, but I tweeted you like a random photo of us together in, in, a, in a ATV. I was actually, I was wondering if you went down to see him or if he came up to see you. Well... My, like I said on the show, hey, my house is too boring. I right. live in a condo with my wife and my kids. There's just nothing going on. Like it's just but suburbia. He's the, he's the, he's the white trash redneck hillbilly that has all the toys. And so him and my wife, uh, they, they they became fr- his wife and, and and my wife became friends a couple of years ago. And they had invited us down many times. And he's what, always like, "What do your wife and his wife have in common?" Nothing. I don't know. She's very nice. Actually, I get size for his wife because she's so nice and like the best host, best host in the world. Like, no, they spent so much money, dude. Like buying food and and cl- probably cleaning their I mean, house. They, for, you got to look at it from their perspective. They had a celebrity coming to town. Uh, <laughs> Cowboy Todd th- think he's he's the celebrity. I think he thinks we're on an equal playing field. <laughs> <laughs> but right, he well, is entertaining, and that's an important thing, I think, for me. Is that I'm actually, despite on the show, I'm pretty quiet off the air. I need to be entertained. All my friends are pretty wild. Like Bobby, <laughs> I got a Bobby Shambles. He's like a, 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 he's a drug addict. I got friends that like get arrested all the time. But I don't do any of that stuff. I just like to be entertained by these wild guys. And Cowboy Todd fits into that category. You know, it's you know, it's kind of tilting. Mm-hmm. Is that Drab and I, we don't even hang out after after the show. Or anything, I barely talk to Drab. I know, but and I engage, speak- and I actually try to engage him guys, a little bit. You guys and see then each other at your worst, and so he he drives down two hours, mm-hmm. all right, hang out with a listener, <laughs> to hang out with basically a listener. It's a bit and, of a show, and he refuses. He refuses to text me and hang out with me. It's but actually kind of you guys might have gone and, golfing together though. A drab all the time pretends like he's going to golf. He, he, this is what drab. This is what drab does, and this is what that is so tilting about it. Is that Drab will tell you, hey, let's do this, all right? And whatever this is, it appeals to what you like to do. What, he's, like al- what? he's always sel- he's always <laughs> selfless about hanging out with other people. Like he'll always be down to do whatever you want to do. I'll he's always, like, he's like, always trying to please the other person. I'll say, Valdez, let's go to a Baltimore strip club. You know, <laughs> something that appeals to Valdez, and he'll be like, all right, let's do it. Or, but then or, we never he'll, do it. or he'll say, he you know, and he admitted, he goes, I don't even like crabs, and he will say, you know what? Let's go get some crab. Let's go get some crabs on the eastern shore. I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have said that. Or I'm always intrigued about going to Ocean City, but I don't, you know. And, and, and the thing is, is Drab, Drab never follows up on any of this, and you'll never hang out with him and he'll never do anything with you that he suggests well, and then the fact and now the fact that that cowboy todd a listener mm-hmm. right that you have zero interaction with in your lifetime probably five times you've seen him maybe less he does have my phone number so he will text me <laughs> all right does. convinced you and your wife and your kids to drive down two hours to see him and did you spend the night no, I made that very clear before we were going down there. I said, babe, we are not spending Are you, night. Are you a loser? What are you doing? <laughs> Two mean, hours? Actually, I mean, I'm on, I'm on Valdez's side here. You couldn't take, find something better on, to do? First of all, I live out in Loudoun County. It takes me 45 minutes to go anywhere anyways if I want to hang out with anybody. So it was an extra hour, hour and 45 minutes. It's, and just, it's, a, it's, a, it's just offensive. That's all it is. No, no, it's no just but a, it wasn't it's my idea. It wasn't, actually wasn't my idea. I was kind of... Uh, Maybe a little bit, not nervous, but I was just, uh, un, it was kind of unknown what it was going to be like. I didn't set the thing up. My wife, I got I to gotta please my wife every once in a while, right? I'm certainly not. You gonna... don't think she would be okay if you said, hey, wife, we're going to skip Cowboy Todd's this weekend and just have a family night. <laughs> no, because I, I, it was, I knew it would be also be a break. 
like I knew that uh, uh, Todd's wife, Rochelle, she would like be sized for the babies and want to take care of them. And it would give me an opportunity to just be with the boys <laughs> and kick it. And Cowboy Todd, he's a, I don't know, he's just an entertaining guy. He's an idiot when he calls it in here. And actually, he always pretends like he tells me like, oh, you know, I'm not as dumb as I sound on the air. He might be as dumb as he sounds on the air. Like he he's he's just a, he's just a, he's just a redneck hillbilly. What was your what was your favorite thing to do down there? Yeah. Besides, I mean, I guess it was getting away from the kids. So hold on. So hmm. if I offered something uh, uh, with us hanging, I told out, Cowboy that, would, that Valdez that... should come down here. We should hang out. Like Valdez would. I said many times Valdez would love it down here. My favorite part of it was at a night after we'd been at the end of the night. Well, not the end. Of the, like. Yeah, ten o'clock or so. We we'd been drinking and and yeah, I mean it was fine. I drove home late, like it was like midnight when we drove home. But when we start uh, teeing up golf balls and smashing them <laughs> into the woods <laughs> late at night, now do you know how fun that sounds? It, it was a blast, you know. <laughs> and, and he's you know he I know those drives sucked. You couldn't dis- they disappeared so quickly. But <laughs> did he still have the driver he bought at the? Purple Heart Open. He, yeah, he, that's what the one we were using, <laughs> the, the driver from the Purple Heart Open. One thing he did, though, and I don't we have to, might have to cut it out, he's butt shady. He told me not to mention this on the air, so. so that means you were like, I'm, I'm going gonna to mention this. this on the podcast. So, you know how I said that he, like, has all these cameras in the woods? Yeah. Well, he does have, he took them all over the place. But when we went to one of the cameras, he jumped into the back of the gator, and he grabbed a bunch of deer feed and dumped it all <laughs> over the ground right in front of the camera. So and he wants the deer to come back there so the, the next day. He's, he's building like a little habitat for the deers to come by and like love this area. And then he's so going to come so by he's shooting, he's shooting fish in a barrel. Exactly. For him. Bambi. Dude, he like put this apple corn all over the ground, big pile of it. That's hurting. I, I mean, I thought, and I was like, isn't that like, like disrespectful to the game of hunting? You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, don't you have to like, track Aren't you them? supposed to sit in a tree for like 10 hours and wait just for one, one randomly walk by? So I don't know. He, he that's that's how he, he finds his deer, I guess. But or at least he's tracking him. He hasn't hunted. He says it's not even hunting season. And yet, so but. would you go back? Yes. Really? Wow. Only with Valdez, though. Thank you. Because is that a sympathy? No, no. I, I told you. I mentioned okay. It. Okay. it. You you would like it. You know, it's I'm too. <laughs> what am I going to go to Clarendon and like get drunk with no. Awad and you know? I'm no. I know you would, but I need a guy with like toys and a home. But and here's the thing: is, you guys try to hang out. Sometimes it's not always your fault. I heard that you guys were supposed to have a great night at JP's party, and Valdez showed up and was gone within five seconds. I had a fantasy draft. That is true. That was disrespectful. I mean, that was, was your chance so to hang out. So disrespectful, not to me, to to, to JP's uh, mother who passed away. And to JP, <laughs> I had a fantasy draft. Valdez showed up to this. Uh, I was the memorial. first. I was the first one at a memorial. Service. Stuffed his face and then left <laughs> before <laughs> any of the the slideshows or the music or the. Uh, I shook. The I shook JP. I shook JP's hand goodbye, and it was covered in grease from an empanada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I actually, but I don't know. We we. It's same with the junkies. The junkies are family members. I don't know if I'd call them great friends at this point. They are, but they're like brothers, right? Mm-hmm. You know who their friends are. EB's friend is, is Tom. Uh, Lurch's friend is Skippy. Like Those are their friends. But these guys, we hang out so often. We're in the same room. I, I've run out of things to tell Valdez. I can't believe we're doing a podcast. I got <laughs> nothing. He knows. I've told him every story I've got. He's told <laughs> me everything he knows. Like We're around each other 30 hours a week just talking like we don't necessarily have to hang out after the show but i do like him a lot <laughs> that's, such a back, that's such a backhanded <laughs> yeah, compliment that, that sounded like an excuse hey let me ask you a question when you showed up to the memorial service mm-hmm. did you were you like oh damn i just missed valdez or did you not think of me at all no 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 i was actually oh. bummed that you weren't there because there was one less one less person for me to talk to oh well you just wanted me to be your cushion well, of course, yeah. <laughs> I needed. To, I was looking for a friendly face because the other guys were there with their wives, and I mean, my wife is a social butterfly. She uh, she disappeared Grab, you, in like you ten seconds. Me with something though, from what? Because I saw it on Instagram. You give your kids away to anyone. I mean, I, I don't know. trust some of the people that were at JP's house. It looked looked a little bit shady, and you were just these people were walking around dancing with your kids. Yeah, there was like a ten-year-old. Uh, I think Isabella took the kids for a while. Right, she's not know, even I mean, old enough to hold them. Yeah, bro, I'm tired. <laughs> All right, I'm beat down and I'm tired. If somebody wants to give me a break. I'll, I'll certainly take the break. Um, so we, one of the things that we talked about was Awad sleeping through 
the show, and I actually don't even know. He actually might be really b- bitter about this, but I think we got to talk about it. Is Awad slept through the show today? He's our producer, but one of the things he tried to do this week was p- put together a promotional a video. promo video. And Adam put together two promo videos. Um, the first one, uh, I would say, see, I don't want to offend you, Adam, but I don't know which one's worse. The first one or the second one? I've seen Adam do good work. And if you don't know, Adam is a video producer back here at the station. He left for a while. He went to another video producing job. Came back. He's hired full-time. He's working on the BetQL network. He's a video I know. I've seen your, seen your video BetQL uh, videos. He does good work. EB's been bragging about him on the air, about how silly AWOD is at editing videos. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. AWOD put together the worst promotional video I've ever seen. No, no. Worst promotional videos. Videos. For bit season, and the first the first one he did looked like uh, you're using Microsoft clip art. It did. Is that, your, is, is that what you used to? to no, put, it was a template. But I, you guys gave me nothing to work with. We, I, I for a logo for I, some pictures. I didn't even know we don't you have were, a logo. We didn't. We don't have a logo yet. What we're, kind of podcast starts without a logo? We're working on it. I mean, I'm I'm producing this thing. We need a we need a marketing manager. Right, you, you got all you did is you sold the show and you were like, let's put it out there. I, we need a you're logo. Ta- you're you're talking very loud. Half-ass intro song. You're talking very loudly and you're scaring the other producers in the room. <laughs> um, but anyways, hey, why? Let me ask you a question. When you made the promotional video, so the whole point of a promo video, mm-hmm. right, is to get people hyped up for bit season. Yeah. Why did you use the tiniest font in the world for bit season? I mean, it is so tiny you can't even read. You can't even read the show. That was like a draft, you know, to get your guys to oh, gauge it, it, your oh, feedback. It was a draft. You said it's a draft. To that's make news to me. That's the first time that's I'm hearing there's a draft. You because, guys don't text me back. Well, I mean, I don't know what to say to you. Okay, so because it, it was so awful, was, I didn't want to like discourage you because you did some work. He he sent like this pixelated graphic of the, uh, of our Twitter profile pic, which is the Revenge of the Nerds, and all the video was was the theme song that some that Richmond <laughs> John did that you heard at the beginning of the show, and it was just that. And then he took these two clip art images of our profile, <laughs> like our personal like found, profile yeah, pictures. Like he go- this is what he did: is he Googled. A drab T-shirt, and he Googled Matt Valdez, and he found two pictures that he could squeeze in there. And he dropped them onto the screen. It was, honestly, I don't know anything about editing videos. I could have done that in 10 minutes. It was the worst video I've ever seen. And so I didn't even tell him it was that bad. And I, just, then, and I then, just put it on our rundown here. Our uh, our pictures are so com- completely uh, resized yeah, compared to the promo picture of us. We need we need uh, good social media presence and you are the guy who's supposed to be running it. And it took us three three <laughs> weeks to get the password from you. Yeah, That's a whole other thing. Yeah. It's the, is the fact it. that it took me five minutes to figure out, and we've been asking you to, to do it for three weeks. So, Adam, he's going to turn around. He's going to be running, mostly running our social media, and we're going to have good promotional videos. Yes, he's going to be helping out with videos. By the way, the second video. I'm sorry. I just mm-hmm. I don't want to oh, yeah. glo- I don't want to gloss over the fa- the second oh, video. Oh, so he did a redo to, to like yeah, show us that you thought the second video was bad too. I actually thought the second <laughs> video may have been worse than the first. You well, then give me some feedback. Like do you not you don't know how the I did editing, give you I did give you the world works. Is let me let me give you a little behind the glass. Let me let me open oh, you, up the you curtains. T- you okay? tell us then. You se- you send out a video to the client they give you notes of feedback, <laughs> and then you make the changes. Then you send it back one more time. Adam, and they those, approve the file. Adam, those videos weren't worth our notes or time. No, I did give you feedback. I put it on our, our Google Doc here that we all see. Adam's half-assed, terrible promotional video. That was the feedback. <laughs> and you sent me a text message calling me a dick, and then you sent us another video to make up for it, and it was somehow worse than the first one. <laughs> your second video. Your second video. I, your second video was a still picture with uh, the the theme song over it. Yeah, yeah, it had <laughs> some a, audio waves. It was a wasn't it a picture of like a radio or something? It was a, it was a picture of like a, a UHF radio. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much time did you spend prepping for this podcast this week? Every day, every day. I took notes, and Valdez and I discussed it throughout. Took the- notes. There's six lines of notes on here. Well, yeah, we had sales meetings all week. Yeah, we had sales meetings. I guarantee, I put more time in, uh, than you did. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, hold on. I, do, I, I put barely any time in it. You know why? Because I think Valdez doesn't even want me on this show. That's the truth. <laughs> that's Behind untrue. the scenes here, Valdez doesn't uh, want me on this show. I think show. he does. He, I know he doesn't want you screaming. Yes. That... <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no, I think Valdez wants you on the show. I definitely show. want you on the yeah, show. Yeah, you wouldn't be here if Valdez didn't want you. Yeah. All right, I'll make a better video this week. Now All I right. have something to work off of. 
Right. So there's there's one thing that um, we actually nobody knows about, uh, and it's not a Christmas show or anything like that. There was something that happened behind the scenes here this week. Um, I'm not. Do you even know about this? Do you know about the the fight? I don't think so. There's a there was a fight. There this was week. a fight off air this week with one of the junks. Huge rickness. Can you, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you guess? Can you guess what 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 junkie had the fight? And if it was between Drab and, or or me? Oh, it was. You guys were involved with one of the junks. Or you Correct. just yeah. guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I almost can guarantee it was Drab and Lurch. You got you guys because you guys look at each other during the show mm-hmm. and most of the time you smile, but there's some nah, there's always nah. some under because there's no. some rickness between you and Lurch. No, uh, that's he not. always like thinks a... you're hiding his days off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's you know, possible. You know, a fight would happen if you did something with Jason's days off. No, I think I've gotten to a fight one time with Jason. And when I say fight, I like an argument. Uh, I don't even remember what it was about. I think it was about whispering something in his ear, and he got super pissed off one time and started screaming at us. Um, I think about these may have been out there. I was out. Yeah. You were doing the live spots, and yeah. you told him that he went over the oh, script yeah, like yeah. 20 seconds. He was, the spot was like a minute and 20 seconds, and I told him to here end the spot because we have to time up with NBC Sports Washington, and then he started screaming at me afterwards. So that, was, that was like six months ago. No, the behind-the-scenes fight that we never mentioned on the air today or this week was between Drab and John Paul Flame. Yeah. Ooh. A JP fight is the worst kind of yeah, fight because so he he is a, a pit bull when it they're comes never to ending. It's a never ending fight. For weeks, right? Well, it's just you can't, no, you it's can't just, move unless, past it that day. Unless you just give up. Basically, the way to to stop the fight with JP is to give up because JP won't give up. He'll yeah. con- he'll constantly readdress uh, the situation and, and find a new angle to, to bring up whatever he's fighting about. But what was funny about this fight is, is that it started on Tuesday and then it finally boiled over on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a slow burn. It type was. Fight. So let the audience know a little bit how it started. Okay. So with lurch out on Tuesday, um, because he did like his rap, he's always he, angling for an extra day, and he's, pl- he's he did his ra- he did his Labor Day wrap around vacation. He's got a new he does the wrap around Thanksgiving vacation. Now he's doing a wrap around Labor Day vacation where he takes only four days of a previous vacation and saves one for the Tuesday after Labor Day. Um, so what that meant was it was a three man show on Tuesday with Lurch out, and what JP immediately did is that he can't sit still. He can't just leave things the way they're supposed to be. So he moved immediately over to Lurch's seat at 5.59, right, as the show's starting. Right. Yeah, JP's usually the last one to get here, and then he came in. And by the way, his all of his scripts are laid out in front of the mic that he normally uses. He couldn't find them, and he had the first first spot in the break. It was kind of tilting, and plus i got to remember that Jason's on a specific mic, so I can't use the JP mic when he's using... Lurch's seat. It was it was tilting. Can you tell I me? I can't. I can't make eye contact with Cakes because yeah. he sits in a different <laughs> angle than Jason, and he's just he threw he's throwing everyone's uh, uh, equilibrium off. Can you tell me why? What is the reason that JP needs to sit in Lurch's seat? I don't know. He just wants to change the scenery. I think it's just a change of scenery. Like he can't. He honestly can't sit still. And I said we say this stuff out of love. Like we are family members. We, we, we do we do bump heads every once in a while. And so it was tilting uh, Valdez and I that he immediately, at the last second as the show's starting, as we're already like on camera, that he's switching seats and setting it up. And what this is a behind-the-glass thing is what we're not supposed to really do is show, and we've been yelled at many times, is show the televisions in the background. Right, there's because two, it's a copyright issue. So if you're, if you're showing the TV that's playing in the background while it's on the TV for another station. It's a whole it's a whole legal copyright thing. Right, and I, I get that. I mean, we're on NBC Sports Washington. And so you can't be showing the NFL Network, ESPN, or We always have those shows on in the background. What, we, Valdez and I never hardly ever change the channel. We just usually, whatever's on there, it just stays on. We're not even paying attention to it. But JP moves out of his seat that's perfectly set every day. It's supposed to be set where... It doesn't show any TVs in the background. Well, he moves it over right where I'm at right now and sits more of like in Lurch's seat, but halfway in between him and JP. And it, right behind him it's is just it's a the different new HD TV. Is our brand new HD TV with ESPN on? Right. Yeah. Like it's, a diff- it off. it's a different angle uh, for the camera that's on NBC Sports Washington. And I said something to JP on the air 
about it, and actually you guys can listen to it right here, of how this whole fight kind of started. JP, can you move back into the, like, more into Lurch's spot? You're, like, <laughs> sitting in the middle of the room, and it's showing the TV in the behind you. And we I got it. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you mean? What he's, is throwing he everyone, do? he's throwing everyone off. All right, well, he's, like, sitting on. in the middle of the room here. <laughs> yeah. His camera is shooting to the TV behind him, Oh, and he, we can't do that. Oh, okay. I just blocked it with my head. Right. <laughs> right. I gotta play it my tiny head. So stubborn about everything. Your, yeah. your sound clip. I have to play it. <laughs> so the following day, uh, JP is sitting back in his usual seat. Um, Jason is is back in his seat, and so everything is all hunky dory, except JP um, is fidgeting with his camera because he sees the TV. In the background of his shot, right? He so he's back in his normal seat, but now that he's been alerted to this TV thing, it's on his brain. It's on his brain. He can't let it go, <laughs> and now he thinks that it's, like yes. we lied. To, he he thinks that we somehow for some lied re- to for him. some reason he thinks we're against him about sitting in Jason's seat, and and this whole TV spectacle was a was a it, figment of, of our imagination, kind of made up. Meanwhile, NBC producers are messaging us saying, "Hey." Can, get can JP get, to move. Get JP to move. He the TV's on in the background, but JP comes in and he starts sh- showing us during the break. He keeps saying, "Look, look, no matter where I sit, the TV's on in the background of of my seat." Yeah, and he's showing us pictures from his phone and everything. Meanwhile, I'd I'd forgotten about it from the previous day. We'd moved on, and it's never really it hasn't been a problem. And but. JP is like not we're, si- was it we're alerted to when it's a problem from yeah. NBC. I don't care. It's an it's an NBC issue. It's a TV care. issue. And when it's a problem, we fix it. Yeah. We fix it for them. When they tell us. So he's coming in and he's like the entire commercial break. He's like showing us his computer, saying the TV's on in the background. And by the way, it's not it's like always we're on in the it's background. not like we're just sitting there with our thumb up our ass during the break. We you know, we have no, live spots to do, we got segments to prep, and JP's sitting there flaming us. About uh, whatever's showing in the background. It's not even flaming. You guys know JP. He's like trying to win an argument that I don't even care about. He's trying to like hammer it home that he was right yesterday, not me. How that, tilted the t- did you get? Oh, oh I got <laughs> tilted. That's what I want to hear. Drab, well, I, I kind of lost my cool. Drab definitely lost his cool. Really? And he, well, he number one, he called JP an alien to his face. No, I said, well, I did call him an alien, but I also called JP a weirdo. So this is this is now Wednesday. Yeah. In the middle of the show, at the beginning of the show. Well, here's what the first the first hour of the show. Hour, he's was JP in, was JP leaving the studio during every the commercial. Bre- every commercial break to run into our studio to debate Drab about the TV situation about how he was right the previous day and I was wrong and the TV's always on in the background no matter where he sits, which is untrue. I pulled up a bunch of YouTube clips of the junkies where he half the door shown here in the background and. And the angle where there's no, there's not even close to a TV on in the background, and he, his TV wasn't in the background that day. Saying, but he was just like he wouldn't let it go. He had to be proven right that he was going to show me that that TV, no matter where he sat, usually the TV was on in the background. I couldn't take it anymore. He was just <laughs> hammering it home that he was right and we were that we were wrong. And so I snapped and I I I I said, stop it. Stop talking to me about this. I don't care. Let it go. You're a freaking weirdo. <laughs> I, I just—it actually I, stunned me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it stunned everyone. Were you screaming it? Yes. I kind of screamed it. Yes, wow. to the I, point where where uh, EB would walk in two segments later and say, "Hey, what was that about?" I I I, I think I said I can't take it anymore. I walked out of the producer room and I said, "You're a freaking weirdo." Wow. And Which know, I kind of regretted right at the at the time because I shouldn't talk you, I shouldn't talk to the talent that way I've yeah, never really weirdo's not oh yeah I mean, I mean, I know, I but, him yeah but weirdo to someone's face but, but <laughs> no, such, no, such a like a lame insult <laughs> no but no but really what uh, poured gas on the fire was that Drab came into the studio uh, to talk to oh shoot it was to yeah, talk to to uh, lurch to, yeah to talk to Jason about stamps.com so uh, yeah I called I I I call him a weirdo Mm-hmm. I come right, I come right into the studio, and I immediately start talking to Jason. It was clearly awkward, right? But then JP like storms right back in here and he's like follow the fight, kind yeah, of thing. and he's following the fight, and he's showing them pictures of of the TV in the background. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. As I'm talking to Lurch, so I turn to him and I say, <laughs> "Stop interrupting me! Can't you see I'm talking to someone?" <laughs> <laughs> I could. 
I love JP. I really do love JP. He'll interrupt you all the time. He does like he has no social awareness of when you are either t- doing something else or not interested. Now, now during all during during this fight, I was team Drabby. Um, How were the other junks reacting? He, wait, oh, they were just they were just sitting there. He was team Drabby until he flipped. Oh, I, I, at oh no! Point, <laughs> I, I didn't flip. I just got tired of them yelling at each other, making it awkward. And I told JP, I told JP, I said, leave it alone. And I told Drab, I said, shut up. <laughs> that, that was my big contribution. Yeah, yeah. I told both of them to stop it. Yeah. It, it, They're acting like little well, kids. Well, here's, it was, it was going on so long. And I'm talking like 30 minutes, all right, of, of like two and a half commercial breaks. I said, you know what? I'm not the only one who feels this way. Valdez also <laughs> feels the same way. He's just not going to say anything because he didn't want to get in the fight. I didn't want to yeah. get in. It was their fight. So I threw Valdez under the bus, and Valdez said, I've had enough of this. JP, knock it off. Drab, this is the word you said, stop instigating him. <laughs> you two, knock it off. I felt like I felt like a dad. He did. It was, it was a dad move. It was by such the a Valdez. dad move. That's and you know what? Crazy. It kind of worked. <laughs> Everyone would, shut up afterwards. Uh, would, yeah, they saw my muscles and my New Balance dad shoes. But we can use this podcast <laughs> to bring up old things. Like, if that happened again, you got to come up with a better insult. I mean, on the spot right now. No, can you think of something better than no, weirdo? No, you. you well, I, I'm not. Uh, it was calculated. I wanted to insult him without really stepping over the line. Right. I didn't want to say, like, you're an, you're an effing asshole. Right? Because then I'm like, that was, that's way inappropriate. Right. I, I, I should, we shouldn't be arguing with them at all, right? But sometimes these things happen. But I was trying to let him know that I was so pissed off at him. It was so I'm like, yeah, freaking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like such a chotch. <laughs> but and then here's the, here's the here's actually the lamest part is after the next break when we, when right when Valdez is telling us to shut up, JP comes back in there and goes, and and drab. Drab's calling me names. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm like, what, are we 12? Are we 12 years old? I mean, I guess it really actually hurt him. As lame as me calling him a weirdo was, it, it, I think it hurt because him. Because you said it right to his face, I guess. I did, yeah. Yeah. And d- deep down, he knows he does weird stuff. Like, he combs his uh, arm hair. I mean, you think that's not weird? Yeah. He is. I mean, he's got this. Uh, he's very kind. He's very nice. He's very like in tune with how other people are usually feeling, but he's got this thing about him where he two things. He if if once he gets going, he has to be proven right, right, and he uses facts and numbers and all kinds of he's, stuff to show you why you're wrong. Because he went to law school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like it's his, the per it's the perfect well, it's, profession I think part for him. Part of it why and I love JP. He's so I think he's just he's. And really smart, and so he when he gets into an argument, he wants to prove that he's smarter than you. Does that make sense? Uh, the second part did, N- not the part <laughs> that he's really smart. I don't know. I mean, uh, he's, he's not dumb. I don't think any I think of us are the started. smartest junkie. No, no, really. Well, I know who the dumbest is. <laughs> um, who's the smartest junkie? He might be. I have never really thought about that. I guess maybe Eric. But I don't know. I don't know who got the best grades. I know it wasn't Lurch. I know it wasn't Cakes. No <laughs> yeah, one's. No one's. Uh, I mean, Eb's faking uh, term papers. <laughs> JP failed his bar exam. Yeah. You know. No. But then he passed. It's probably Valdez. Probably by far and away the smartest. Oh, the I, I didn't expect that. Well, I mean, he got good grades. He went to University of Maryland when it was actually hard to get into. Because he was in state. No, you think they let in? No, they let. That's you. Get, that's actually the biggest. You think, what you think? It's harder to get in because you're in state. If if yeah. I have the same exact transcript as some kid from New Jersey, they're going to take the kid from New Jersey because right, the out of state. Tu- yeah, because the out of state tuition is three times as what yeah. the in state pays. Don't. Yeah, that's, and you did go to ASU, which I mean, any idiot me, can get in. Right? That's true. They let me ride in <laughs> and out of state and actually, mediocre grades. I, I actually think about Drab's college a lot. Oh, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I probably think about it daily that Drab went to probably one of the, the biggest party schools in the mm-hmm. country. All right. Right. All right. He spent half of his uh half of his time uh in some cult with some religious leader. That's a stretch. <laughs> That's way of a stretch. I've spent six and months then, in my and senior Drab, year. Drab has zero fun stories from Arizona State. Have you noticed that? I know. He his best like, story he never, is when he got a dog. Like he never talks about 
What do you mean? On on Big O and Dukes all the time I used to talk about those stories. First of all, it's 20 years ago. I was a freshman 20 years ago this week. It's hard to remember. All right, you, it's hard to remember all the stories, but I used to talk about the club get right stories and and uh, how we turned my dorm room into like a party, and we would go and we'd invite all all all, all the the hot chicks at Jamba Juice, and none of them ever came. <laughs> yeah, I used to tell stories uh, all the time. I just never heard them. That's all. Well, I, you know, the junkies aren't as interested in, in my college stories. They don't really it doesn't really fit the show a lot of times, but. You think I didn't have fun at Arizona State? But it's State. a blur because he was high for four straight years. I was drinking, smoking, <laughs> straight West Coast. Hey, wasn't there a great like taco spot you used to tell me about? You used to go to? I went to. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. You think I lived in Phoenix? You think it wasn't a good taco spot? <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, uh, I'd say Valdez is sm- is the smartest on the show. I, I think, think that's. Nice. I think it's pretty obvious. It's all a front. <laughs> well, like if you if, if if we were presented with an SAT score today. Or like an SAT exam today, Valdez would score the highest. Like without you would score the lowest. <laughs> I see. I argue that because I, people think I'm the dummy because of, of all my years on the show. I was playing a character on a hit TV show. I'm not really. An <laughs> idiot, oh, you were. Okay? Oh, you were. I was yeah. playing a character. Yeah, you know who he was playing? Yeah, Corky from Facts of Life. Um, you were not playing a character, Adam. You got busted lying on your uh, lying liar when you brought in a, a lie detector. I was. I about was your, playing your, your, uh, yeah. right, about his math score. No, um, and also the, the the colleges he applied to. Yeah, the colleges you applied to, and the chicks you had sex. No, with. no, no. I <laughs> I realized that lying gets you more airtime. So all I did was lie, 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 lie. Yeah. Oh, now, you know, <laughs> there we now. Oh, yeah. Now the bit season started. We're actually getting some truth out of you. <laughs> <laughs> So um, yeah, that was the fight. It's all it's 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 all good now. I did mean, it, did, did it feel good getting it off your chest? Mm, a little bit, but I, now I gotta like pipe down for a while. And right. I'll be honest, I didn't really talk to JP that much off air uh, today either. Do you think JP's gonna hear this or hear about this sure. and then confront you about it? Yes. Yeah. Some, well, list, some listeners going to tell. Uh, yeah, he'll bring it up on the show. Misinformation. Right. He'll say, "Oh, it. Drab. I heard Drab talked about our fight this earlier this week." Someone's going to tweet a meme of your face, and it'll be, "You're a weirdo." <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. You know, uh, we should hire them as a producer. Yeah, they yeah. can do that. Get some, get some <laughs> social media. Hey, if you guys are great producing, where, where are your headphones? We can't figure out. We're in. A, we're in. We we have a different setup than the junkies usually yeah, do, so we don't have our headphones on. We today, have the but. Rush Limbaugh. You know what? Earpiece. Valdez and I know how to talk into a microphone. We, <laughs> you don't. You're screaming. We we don't need headphones. Um, so I think everything is cool between JP and I. Um, we've bumped heads before. I, I mean, I always say I could probably count on one hand the fights I've had with the junkies. I'm probably up to two hands now for sure. Um, but it doesn't happen very often. And Valdez, he every once in a while he'll get Rick at the guys. But um, I, yeah, I've I've had my fair share of fights. I think it's always with EB though. Um. Eric, Jason, Jason asked me to book some guests a long time ago, and I told him I reach out to him, and I never did. And then he found out I never did. Oh, really? Then, yeah, then he yelled at me. Yeah, and I think I told him Valdez is more of um, how do I say this? Passive aggressive. No, he's more of a sulker. Like when he's pissed off, like he'll he'll walk away, and he'll just like. It'd be like, uh, F this place, you know, I, yeah, I'm going to be a bartender. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> that's the Valdez yeah. mantra right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be, a, I'm gonna be a bartender in South Carolina. Like, I just want to pour beer. I just want to pour beers. I want to pour beers. That's what he does when he's, when he's pissed off. I bet he'd be I'm a, a little, bartender, I'm a little too. bit more lippy than Valdez. And so it, it tends to uh, instigate a little bit more. Maybe Valdez is, is, you know, smarter than me when it comes to that, too. <laughs> he's a good listener. Valdez is a good Valdez listener. Valdez is a good listener. That I think I think Valdez would be a good bartender because he would pour you the beers and be then like, he would he would sit and tell like listen to your stories and provide good feedback. Be like Ted Dancing. Like Ted Dancing. You yeah. look like Ted Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gray hair shot. <laughs> um, what was your favorite non-sports segment of the week? Um, like what any of those stories that we did. Um, you know, we did a lot of farting stuff, like we said earlier in the week. Um, EB was kind of he was big on uh, on really pushing the the, the flatulent stories. He yeah, liked I, I like that. I like that, even though it's football season, that he's pushing the farting stories. Uh, what I liked was um, um, you finally admitting how jealous you are of my arms. 
Well, it was just, it was, I was just inundated with all these, you know, when I put, hey, what I posted, we all reposted. Hey, you should have seen the the amount of DMs that Drab and Bit Season and myself were getting on, on um, Instagram. About all how swole Valdez is on I mean, he was wearing a schmidi. I had an, I look, I had an ill shirt so in the world. I had an ill-fitting shirt. It was you know, no. which you but, don't know, Adam. But, you, is but he does these ill-fitting shirts all the no, time. No, I don't do no, them all the time. I don't, I don't it's know. like once a First week. First of all, I can't believe he wore that out of the house. Like, <laughs> didn't he put it on? And be like, this. This looks ridiculous. I've got to put a different I just, shirt on. I just on thought it. maybe I had a good pump going on or something. Well, we, or that, or that it would stretch out as the day went on. It didn't. It didn't. It stretch didn't stretch out. out. If anything, it probably got tighter. And actually, we had to cut multiple takes. Awad, because the first time he said that his gut was hanging out, I said I had his man, man boobs. boobs. Oh. So he goes, "Let me stand up and put my shoulders back and let me look Jack." I mean, he and did look Jack. He did. I mean, his arms were big. I'll give him that. His body was big. He, I mean, he lifts a lot. He's big, he's a big guy. But uh, there's a lot of male envy from our listeners about Valdez <laughs> and, I, and you. <laughs> well, they're just you know, like they, nobody was taking shots at me, really. No, it was just like drab. Valdez is looking jacked. What's he? What's he on? What's he doing? Look, his secret is stupid, though. He eats dinner at four p.m. That's why he never gains weight. It's because you know he's digested everything and then he sleeps. But you've accused Valdez many times of being a fake eater. You, he eats healthy in front of us, and then right. you say he goes home and eats like crap. Because you say he has a hey, big belly. Hey, 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 you saw. The, <laughs> hey, you should have seen all the mac and cheese I pummeled today. <laughs> Yeah, Valdez does that. If you guys are watching on TV, you'll see him like he eats like a rabbit. He's like nibbling on like a, <laughs> a like a like a hard boiled egg or a banana. Oh that was the most tilting thing of yeah. all the years uh-huh. working here. Was yeah. every every day just hearing him crinkle up a damn egg, uh-huh. take the shell <laughs> yeah. off of it. Right. But I know you always say when he goes home, he must eat like three lunches because <laughs> <laughs> he shows hey, us these huge steak dinners, mm-hmm. and then I, I'm I'm telling you, he has a second second helping. Right. Um, yeah, that the, was... well, also, it was a revelation about the uh, inordinate amount of uh, 50 year old horny women. Oh, like, yeah, there are a bunch of old women who were sending messages about how, how like, how hot Valdez was. Really? Yeah, <laughs> 50, 50 kinda, is actually on the low end. They were like 70. No, no, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess silly if you're 70. Drab, hmm. would you do a 50 year old though? Well, I'm, I mean, if I was single, yeah, uh, well, I'm not that far off, I'd be <laughs> almost 40. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an ageist. I'm be, not really. A, I'd be sized to learn. Well, you want a, like a woman to teach you how to do things? <laughs> yeah. I'd, that, I'd be sized for an instructor. A sex instructor. <laughs> like like on American Pie or something? Did yeah, she, maybe, did she, yeah, 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 Stifler's mom. Yeah, Stifler's mom. <laughs> yeah, she like yeah. taught him all the tricks. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think actually that might be what you need. Because you're not. He needs a divorcee. Yes. That's. Uh, yes. You need a that, that's looking for a boy toy. No, not even a boy toy. Because if she like if they want a boy toy, they'll just go like find some hot young guy that that will just rail them out. She, she a woman who wants to nurture Awad <laughs> and like bring him along into manhood, a coming of age tale. Whose kids, <laughs> kids have already left the nest. Yeah, and li- living far away she, from her, and she doesn't mind teaching you. <laughs> I, I actually, you should bump up your Tinder profile to like. 40 to 50-year-olds, <laughs> divorced, right? Get a few reps in like Valdez did in college with all the fatties. No, you can learn what you're doing. <laughs> he loves to bring it <laughs> Learn what you're doing. But I don't die. I bet Valdez is great in bed because he learned back in the day. I think he's too day. big. <laughs> That's what you need. And then a year from now, you go back to Clarendon and you show these young girls what you got. You Good know? idea. Yeah, you should. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I like the fact that Drab thinks I'm great in bed. I, yeah. <laughs> that means he's thinking about it. That's so hurting. I'm thinking yeah. about it now. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's that in your pants? <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a good topic this week. I think my favorite was the. I think the hottest topic of the week. Speaking of sex, was the the uh, Machine Gun Kelly and and um, um, Megan Fox. Megan, Megan Fox. Fox having sex and leaving. Uh, 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 like a, a like sultry note, a note, and leaving uh, like juice all over the kitchen table. <laughs> right, She's still so hot. Yeah, that that is hot. Uh, I mean, would you ever have? Uh, would you like? Would you feel uncomfortable poning like in someone else's kitchen? I'd feel like that's the way I look at it. Is any Airbnb? Those any, are just 
any, any yes it's a cesspool a, a couple has had sex every single location every single room in an airbnb nothing's off limits someone's had sex on the kitchen table someone's had sex on the patio someone's had sex in every single bedroom the bathroom is probably a, a semen fest yeah would you ever if you had a, a a room to rent would you ever rent it out for airbnb knowing what people do in their bedrooms i'd have to be really hard up yeah <laughs> I think about it sometimes. I'm I'm not in the best current situation now, but maybe like if I like my in-laws, they rent out in Alexandria. They got people all the time from like Croatia and Germany, all these these random people just coming in their home who want to like tour DC and they're just probably destroying their that bedroom. I I don't even like going in there because of how like gross it makes me feel. I don't know, it probably smells like sex. It smell smells like sex, but they make bank from it. That's enticing. <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I might do it one day, but uh, I probably wouldn't tweet about it. Like, I wouldn't tweet just had sex uh, all over this kitchen table in someone else's Airbnb. I don't know. I don't. I, do, you think that, do you think that probably raises the price? Well, they're like it's probably like a famous Airbnb. Now I would put that in there. You know, stayed in, stayed. Uh, uh, Machine in, Gun Kelly and Megan Fox had, yeah, had sex, sex here. here. Put a big old. X. What's with Machine Gun Kelly? Why are all these chicks so attracted to him? I I don't know. I've been trying. I think it's because he's tall. He's that, tall. That was and my blonde. thing in high school. I was I thought because I was below six foot, I wasn't getting laid. No, well, it's because it's, it's a rocker. Girls have a. Girls have Let's pause on that. You think it's because you're 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 not six feet? That's yes. why you're not. Have you not seen all these TikToks? All these girls they I have know, like marks they, in their they, house. They, yeah. Don't walk in if you're under six foot. But you're not sure. You're. I mean, you're five ten. I'm eleven and a quarter. You're five ten. We've measured you before. <laughs> yeah. That, let me tell you, you not being six feet is the least of your problems. I think if I was two inches higher vertically, maybe two inches longer horizontally, I'd be getting laid all the time. <laughs> okay. All right. You're so gross. I know. <laughs> uh, but with Machine Gun Kelly, it's, it's the rocker thing. That's why. Yeah, there's, a, there's hundreds of rockers. No, but he's a successful rocker. But he's like a rap rocker. And I he's mean, not really, he, he's not. He wasn't that successful for a long time. I don't know. It's, it's odd because you look at him and you look at Pete Davidson. They're the same person. No, it's it's yeah. Right? They, they have big mm. dick energy. It's like don't ever say. Don't ever say. It sounds like, like something a chick said. No, but it's but it's the truth. The whole world is ran by big dick energy. What can is, you? Our president stop, had BDE for four years. Can you stop saying big dick energy because <laughs> that sounds so trifling coming out of your mouth? <laughs> it's what the kids say, but that's. Him and Pete so Davidson. that just means swagger. Is that just it's like exactly? swag. It's like energy. It's like it, it confidence. It's a, a confidence, lot of it is exactly. self confidence. Yeah, you have zero confidence. I have no BDE. Right. I have I have low dong energy. Yeah, yeah you have low dong. LDE. Such long low dong energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought it was a pretty good week on the show. Um, we're looking forward to next week. It's hard. It's going to be hard, but I, we promise you, Valdez and I will, will fit in those non-sports segments. Mondays are going to be all Washington football team. Uh, so if you like yeah. sports you know, and you like the local football team, those are the days for yeah, you. You want to call in and complain about fits. Monday is your day. Yeah. Hey, did you guys do your NFL big surprise? What is it called? What's the bit called every year? Old uh, predictions. Old predictions. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I missed it. I know yeah, you, you missed the entire show. Uh, you could tell. You could still get in. You just got to text alerts what they are. All right. Just text them. Text them your picks. It's actually better because then the the payouts worth more. Was there was was, you, was one of yours like a non sports one? Well, you no. Mean you, our you, bold prediction. No, no, no. Our bold like, prediction. You did a bold prediction one time that like an NFL player you, would die on the field. Like, oh, you know, that's what I do every year. This is bad. No, you don't get any points or money for bold predictions, but I want you in the in the contest. You got to like give them your division winners and your Super Bowl winners and all that. Yeah, and then we'll uh, you can it's ten bucks. That's all it is. But yeah, uh, what was your bold predictions? Uh, I know we say no sports, but uh, Logan Thomas would lead the uh, would lead tight ends in touchdown receptions. Uh, the possibility of two zero and seventeen teams, and uh, with the rise in sports betting in the NFL. A player will be caught gambling or giving insider info uh, mm. uh, to a to a teammate or relative or friend. I believe mine were that the Washington football team will pick a team name earlier than uh, January 2022. By the way, this violates no sports. I know, but I'm just recapping. Okay. He asked, he asked. And then um, I said it's going to be a team name that no one has heard or thought of or suggested yet. It's going to be like off the wall, like blow people away type of name. Maybe not blow them away, but it will be stunning. 
And the other one was that Jameis Winston gets disciplined for stealing New Orleans cuisine. It's <laughs> 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 so stupid. Makes me laugh, though. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's it. Uh, that's the first episode of Bit Season. We went an hour this week. Um, we think that um, we're going to do again. Like we said, we're going to do the show weekly. If it picks up some steam and we get some momentum, maybe we'll do it more than that. We always have plenty of content. If you guys want to uh, us to touch on something that was discussed on the show or if you would like to become a sponsor of the show, yeah, most importantly, uh, hit us up. Well, we are on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out at BitSeason. We, our DMs are open. Yeah, so DMs we'll, are open. We'll respond to you guys. And, um, yeah, and if you are interested in advertising on the show, we'll, we'll, we'll let or, uh, Jackie know. Yeah, or if you're a 50-year-old horny lady who yeah. wants to comment on my arms. Or nurture AWOD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our DMs are open. So, uh, yeah, and Jackie, she's the account executive that is kind of handling our show. So if we mention Jackie, uh, that's who she is. She's the one who secured the 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 Wave Soda deal for us. And, again, this show is presented by Wave Soda. We love Nat. We love the, the, the great things that he's doing over there in San Diego. He grew up here. He went to college here. He moved over to San Diego, started a business. Huge success story. I drink Wave Soda every day. Yeah, we love Nat. We That's love Wave Soda. I get my soda. caffeine push in the morning. All right, guys, thank you for listening to the yeah, thank you. inaugural episode of Bit Season on the inaugural Crab Kickoff Day. A yeah. lot going on. A lot going on. I'm looking forward to doing this with you next week maybe even more uh during the week if more sponsors come along and and uh like drabby said dm us uh if you have any comments about the show what you like what you don't like I'm you sure can we'll... send us like ideas too yeah all right guys we'll have a great weekend and enjoy the football and the sports betting and we will see you tomorrow it's like a little competition to see who can have the last word between you two yeah, we'll figure it out all right, guys. We just don't know how to end it. It's yeah. our first show. We don't know how to end it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Later. Hey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.